0: It's the calendar's longest day of the year, which means 100 minutes and shots of beer. But if you think cunt is a verbal affront, of McMurray, you'll definitely want to steer clear. That fresh produce stand there, that's a beauty. What do you listen to?
1: My favorite murder
2: podcast. Jagger and Doran's podcast. The produce stand.
1: Ah, uh, fucking sexy.
3: <laughs> it's Thirsty Thursday. And that means we are once again hanging out at the produce stand, a podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show, Letterkenny. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letter Kenny out there, but this one will say the word cunt 12 times in this episode alone. Uh, Make that 13. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is the lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt, the villainous Victor, and joining us this week, making his third appearance at the produce stand, hailing from Southern Michigan, he's the owner and proprietor of DJ Funko Pop Culture Collectible Vinyl Figures. He's the voice of God and a man. Of many layers makes a noise for delicious, delicious. Dennis. Dennis Vicious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i got too many things to do. Oh my god! Oh my god. Wait, wait,
4: wait, wait,
3: wait, wait, i needed I to
5: nothing.
3: i needed to get the delay in there but then i forgot to go hit the Fuck other thing that one up. <laughs> <laughs>
5: welcome if back you only, what you only have 10 simultaneous jobs out. yeah
3: that's it and well, I, I only have two Done arms. this over here well I, uh, yeah anyway next time yeah.
6: i'm so glad
3: dj's custom pop <laughs> did i i didn't mean to anyway dennis welcome back to the produce stand thanks for coming back bud it's me it's me it's GDv the man
7: with the hands the man with the plan here to lay the smackdown on the produce stand let's grab a hundred shots of beer and have a little fun let's get the party started you just want to talk about <laughs> huh? <100. laughs>
0: i love it <laughs> <laughs> oh i love when you come prepared
3: oh man <laughs> <laughs> and dennis you you are repping the produce stand t-shirt that's the black with the white logo very well mm. very nice very okay. nice nice now, I mean, you're, you're, this is your third time here. Uh, you're, I mean, you're, you're here because you are a supporter, you are past sponsor, and uh, we love having you here. And you're also a man of many layers. And so tonight, we're going to talk about another one of those layers. Uh, let's talk about uh, security for the stars, shall we? Do you have any? <laughs> Last now, time,
7: I'll preface this by saying hmm. that due to NDAs and professional courtesy i have to be purposefully effusive about certain details but
3: <laughs> <laughs> just tell us whatever you I'll can you tell identify. us just just a, few, a couple of details <laughs>
7: I guess it depends on what you'd like
3: to know. Uh, I mean, can you can you name any names, or um, or is that the part that in, in you in some instances
7: s- I would rather not? <laughs>
3: okay, what what's
6: but what let's was? Let's not get the man in trouble. No, I know we don't want to get yeah. you in
3: trouble. So why don't you give us a, a, without naming names, maybe one of the most outrageous uh, things that has happened, like when you were well, first of all, your security for for like stars. What what kind of stars? Like actors, musicians? What? Uh, yeah, a
7: lot a lot of musicians, actors, uh, athletes, mm-hmm. because. We worked primarily with uh, Illich Properties, who th- they own Little Caesar.
3: Oh, yeah, 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 Illich.
7: We uh, got- the Olympia Entertainment. The- so if somebody was going to the Motor City Casino and they needed an escort, yeah. pick pe- people up from the uh, airport. And I would take them to venues and I would be their basically personal entourage while they were going to a show or going to a Tigers game or, you know, that kind of thing.
3: Amazing. But- now.
6: Were you ever starstruck with anybody? Like, were you ever tongue tied? Like, it's like, oh my God, I can't believe it's you.
7: I know that it's happened, and there's only been a couple of instances that I'm going blank right now. Maybe yeah. when Hulk
5: Hogan uh, was, it was one of usually. Your it was usually
7: job. <laughs> the, oh, yeah. the, there the, were times when I was doing security for one person, and they were with someone that was far more famous than they were in my eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, there was a. Like one time I was working with uh, Jason Momoa. I had no idea he was dating uh, Lisa Bonet from the Cosby
3: show. Oh, yeah. Aren't they married? Yeah, yeah. Well, hold on uh, a second. So, because I was going to bring this up as a funny thing because I've seen that picture online of Jason Momoa with his bodyguards, and he's like
0: towering (laughs) over the the, the meme saying, "Why does? Why is this a thing? Like, why does he need this?" Uh,
3: So, I was going to make the joke: Have you ever been Jason Momoa's bodyguard? But you have been.
7: (laughs) Oh yeah, but you know, it's one of those things. Sometimes you're part of the entourage, or -hmm. I'm the sorry, no photos, or you know, no autographs, guy. I have to be the a hole because they don't, you know, the celebrity doesn't want to have to do that. Yeah, but you know, I've worked with some, <laughs> all right, uh, <laughs> super famous dude, mm-hmm. well known for a movie, mm-hmm. and somebody calls out some catchphrase from the movie, and they just roll their eyes and are like, "Right, I hear it all day long."
3: <laughs> yeah, I get it. I mean, that you know, if everybody
7: you're, thinks they're the first, but. You know, I've been around people that are super sweet. That people are just awful to.
3: Mm-hmm.
7: Um, There was one time I was I was working with Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. and we were walking through the you know like the catacombs of a parking garage, and somebody just yelled out, "Drink bleach, bitch!" Wow, and like, wow, that's <laughs> and, dark. You yeah, know, I'm like, I I looked at her, and she just go, she gave me the yep,
0: Stay long. That's amazing. That's crazy it's crazy that people. Yeah. Dude, I like I, I, what, uh, are you n- really surprised though? I mean, there's some fucked up people out yeah. there, yeah. especially the internet warriors and all kind of like. There, I'm not surprised, and I bet you they just get. I mean, it doesn't it probably never feels good, but they get used to it. Like you just let it roll off after uh, time. Yeah, yeah, it's just Twitter on the live tour. That's all yeah. right. Yeah,
7: <laughs> and it's funny you mentioned not fitting in because there were, there have been times I've been kicked out of people's entourages too, where uh, I won't name her, but uh, <laughs> there was a, a female R&B singer. Mm-hmm who looked at me and looked at the management and goes, you ain't going to fit in homie. And I was like, right. You you have a point. Yeah. 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 She goes, this is Detroit. You don't have any brothers. (laughs)
3: That's amazing. Uh, So good. You sir are truly an onion. Um, So, I mean, when we have you on next time, what are we going to talk about? What, what else do you have to spring on us? (laughs) Well, it's funny
7: that I would play with people and I'd say, you know, I'm going to name five jobs Mm -hmm. and you guess which one I haven't done. Right. And people are always wrong, Mm -hmm. but it's just because of the, the myriad crazy things that I've done just as an experience. You know what I mean? If somebody says, Hey, do you want to be a rodeo clown? I'd be like, you're damn right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'll just jump in. I don't care.
3: So so do you have those five jobs on the tip of your tongue right now that you can rhyme on? Well, I just I just wasted one. Yeah, no, that's I fine. Just so so hold on. You were a rodeo clown? All right. That's what we're going to talk about next time you're on. Holy crap. A rodeo clown. That's amazing. These sure. are only some of the layers, folks. That oh, we yeah. about it offline. Oh, jeez. All right. Here we go. How are you now? Uh, tonight's lineup is going to be Matt, Tanya, Al, Victor, and our guest, Dennis, gets the last word. Matt, how's your week?
0: It's been a great week. Oh. Is that yeah, a question? Been- or- <laughs> oh no no it's been a great
4: week. It's, it's
0: been a, it's been a great week yeah uh, running running like a champ so that's been feeling good work been absolutely crushing that that's mm-hmm. feeling good and today I became an uncle again hey so congrats. my uh, thanks yeah my my younger brother the guy who's doing the the ride for mm-hmm. cancer later this year um, he had his first uh, child born today around six o'clock wow. Uh, Little Isabel, and uh, we're all pretty excited. It's been—I uh, know—they've been pretty excited for you know the last nine months, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, today was the culmination. Of that mom and baby are healthy as can be, and uh, the family's pretty ecstatic. So it's the—it's the first grandchild on her side of the family. Like mm-hmm. I've got three. This is his first. My other brother's got two kids. So my my parents, they've they've got a lot of grandkids, but Mm -hmm. this is the first on her side. So her family's losing their damn minds, but it's all for good reason. So it's been, uh, I'm going to say it's been a great week.
3: Well, uh, yeah. I mean, that sounds like the perfect week. Awesome. Tanya, how was your week?
6: Congratulations mm-hmm. to your Thank mother, you. for sure. Um, first off, super happy that you didn't inter- introduce me by using uh, cunt before or after my name. That would have been a risky game. Because when you were like, yeah, 13 are going to be used. I'm like, and is he going to pull the trigger? Because like I'm right within hitting distance. I was like, mm. okay. Uh, week's been good, busy. Um, work's been um, challenging. Um And uh, I've had a a work issue that I've been dealing with for quite a while now. And um, um, I feel like today I finally got some um, another way to look at things, uh, some perspective on it, uh, which has made the the issue a little bit um, easier to deal with. So. Um, quite great, grateful that um, I have a, a new outlook and perspective um, to deal with everything that's going on, and uh, yeah, so it's going to end off on a good note, I think.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my week, let's see. We, uh, I mean, uh, other than that, that horrible, embarrassing loss, and I'm sure Victor's going to talk about. Uh, <laughs> of 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 our beloved Maple Leafs, uh, maybe that's his.
6: Why the train wrecks
3: on there? No, I know why the train wrecks on there. Or I feel like I know <laughs> why the train wrecks on there. Anyway, uh, so that aside, and that's very disappointing and and depressing. Uh, it's been a good week. Uh, work's been great. Uh, this was it. This weekend that we went for we went to uh, Friday oh, Harbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we went for a walk on at this place called uh. Friday Harbor, which is like uh, really nice, kind of like. Uh, marina but also a boardwalk and and lot, like lots of very rich rich people uh we felt we felt kind of out of place but at the same time it was just nice <laughs> to get away and go for a drive and go for a walk and, and look around it was it was pretty cool um yeah victor well, how was your week
5: yeah, I, it was all right. I mean, it's kind of hard to say anything interesting after Dennis, but...
3: Uh, well, I know, it's so boring compared to... <laughs> We're all toning back today. We're like, well, I get,
5: we got nothing.
0: Yeah, yeah
5: we got nothing. Uh, uh, I'm Like Matt, I'm still running every two days, so I'm really feeling good about that. Today, I was chased by a dog for about a couple of blocks, so that That's was Motivation. Yeah, I so would have
6: videotaped out. that yeah. and laughed. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Yeah, I I outran uh, that dimwit and uh, and at the end just ran into the road. Uh, I didn't even look back. You're a cat
3: person. Uh, I forgot.
5: Yeah,
0: yeah. They know.
5: No, I'm an animal person. But in terms of who I choose to live with, it would be a cat over a dog. But but Mm. I love all animals, um, including that stupid dimwit of a dog. (laughs) Um, You got to laugh. But uh, yeah, so, you know. Um, not much, not much else to report. Just, uh, just having a good week and uh,
3: settling, the- settling into the new gig. Everything's good there.
5: Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's nuts mm-hmm. now. It's like we got to have a couple of beers and, and, uh, and uh, I do. I have stories uh, oh. that that aren't really for the podcast right Right. but yeah it's 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 nuts (laughs) but but i'm i am enjoying it but it's like running into a fire
6: right yeah running (laughs) into (laughs) yeah
3: (laughs) mr Mr. guggen last time you were on uh you just had like a car accident and and stuff are you how you feel you're you're (laughs) now yeah
7: i keep checking to see if there are any lingering effects but i seem to
3: be all right how's your how's your week or how's your time since the last time we we spoke
7: just been working a lot, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, I threw together a couple of figures in the meantime. Ooh. I, the 30th anniversary, of Drop Dead Fred just passed, so I made a Rick Mayall as. Drop I saw Dead you Fred.
0: posted that. That thing's yeah. great. Nice. Um,
7: Eddie Van Halen
3: and uh, oh. Frank and Strat. Oh, Overall, Victor wants that one.
4: <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> our listeners are missing out right now. <laughs> another,
7: another favorite is uh, Randy Rhodes. Oh. Ozzy, Ozzy Osbourne's a guitarist. Very nice.
5: Um, Ozzy Osbourne was his singer. Uh, yeah, let me correct yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, everyone are, everyone <laughs>
0: listen. Picture all these as pop dolls and you've got it. Who's it? Uh, I should probably let but,
3: uh, you guys know. I'm actually recording this one today, so maybe I can post some some screen grabs at least really? of, of those figures. Oh. Don't worry. I'm oh. not going to post a video. <laughs> it's just, it's just I redundancy. Time.
7: I mean, I can send you independent shots, too. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, one of the more interesting ones that I got was a dude reached out to me that I'd made a figure for before. Mm -hmm. And he's like, my husband is super into buses. And he goes, I know that's weird, (laughs) but uh, (laughs) it's like every year I commission like a a work of art based on, uh, you know, like a school bus or something Mm -hmm. like that. And he made a superhero and uh, I put this together. So, The hat is like, you know, like an old school bus driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. So you
3: made a a superhero bus driver? It's (laughs) like the the six village people. shoulder
7: armor, (laughs) you know, and the the bus grill is his armor in the front. (laughs) And he's got a steering wheel as a throwing projectile. Oh, (laughs) Oh, boy. so good. (laughs) He's also obsessed with Wonder Woman, so I gave him a star-spangled cape. And (laughs) this is another version of the same character that I came
3: up with. I love it. Oh okay God. Victor what that's are you holding up you're holding up a it's a TTC it's bus. Not, it's, it, I know it's phallic but it's not a penis it's, it's a TTC no, no. bus I see that uh, Did you bang? that's
6: pretty nice Did you bang? <laughs> Did
3: you bang? oh man so Tanya I know you just woke up do you need a coffee yes <laughs> Victor do you need a coffee have a coffee. Matt, Matt, would you like a coffee? (laughs) Oh man, I'm surprised we're not having coffee right now. (laughs) Great, because as you know Diabolical Coffee is now being served at the produce stand. It's devilishly good coffee and diabolically awesome swag. There's a roast for all tastes and even some you didn't know you wanted. You can order whole bean, coarse and standard grind and espresso, or if you're like Tanya and me, there's a K-Cup option for single cup brewers. And for the duration of season 6 of our podcast, you can use the promo code Produce Stand for 10% off anything in the store. That's 10% off all coffee and merch thank you diabolical coffee for your support this season uh i got my t-shirt in the mail already and i modeled it and uh, posted a picture of it still waiting for the coffee to arrive i guess that uh takes a little longer to cross the border maybe but uh looking forward to uh, tasting some of that uh, uh awesome tasty coffee and speaking of support we have uh 13 new twitter followers today so uh you know Here they are. Polar bear from Michigan. Dennis, do you know the polar bear? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Matthew Sutherland. Uh, I wonder if he's any relation to Kiefer. Uh, Slow drag with remedy. Uh, Chris Mayer from Penticton, BC. Patty Guerra. Does it matter what I say? Travis Robinson, Mayhem from Ontario, Canada, The Binge Boys from Some Mega Church in Georgia. Oh, we were just talking about Georgia. Uh, PJ McCarthy from Malvern, uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, Dylan Bates, Jen, Jeneline, uh, oh, Jenny Lynn from Warren, Michigan, uh, another Michigander. And Justin Trollinger from Fairfax County, Virginia. Thank you all for following and for hopefully listening. Where's, uh, here we go.
2: Well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus.
3: Last week, we recapped and reviewed Episode 4 of Season 6, Dicks Slip Out, and that episode was a unicorn. (laughs) Uh, Getting fresh ratings from everyone on the panel, including our guest Joshua. According to our scientific Twitter poll, you all agreed that it was a fresh episode, giving it 100% of your votes. Uh, This week, we recap and review Episode 5 of Season 6, Different Strokes for Different Folks. Uh, Matt, have you done your homework? I did. Daniel, have you done your homework? Yes. I did my homework. Victor, have you done your homework? I have. (laughs) Dennis, have you done your homework? Studying hard, boss. Uh, Of course you did. Here we go. We start with a cold open. The Hicks are at the produce stand talking about terrestrial radio. Squirly Dan Dan wonders who listens to terrestrial radio anymore.
6: You cease mingling with the peasants
1: then. Hey, Dan.
3: Internet radio, satellite radios, and podcasts are just far more popular these days.
1: What do you listen to?
3: My favorite murder podcast.
1: Taggart and Torrance podcast. Stern. Ah, uh, Stern's fucking sexy.
3: Most people just don't listen to the terrestrial radio. Internet radios and satellite radios have become far superior.
5: So if Howard Stern's type radio is better than terrestrial radio, would Howard Stern's type be extraterrestrial?
4: <laughs> extraterrestrial.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> fuck you Terry Katie goes on to talk about an artist she heard on <laughs> Tresor Radio who she hasn't heard from in a long time uh, but she's lo- she low-key loves DMX Wayne likes him too because he's obviously an animal lover on account of him always barking like a dog in his songs that's why Katie lo- low-key loves him too uh, he always sounds so tough when he goes arf arf Wayne makes fun of Katie's attempt at barking uh, but Derry's attempt is even more pathetic I see so
1: Oof, oof, The fuck was that?
3: What's
2: the problem?
1: If DMX was here right now, he'd hoof you right in the nuts. I think
2: DMX would assume Derry had already been hoofed in the nuts.
1: Yeah, I mean, you might as well just make a cat sound at the end of a tough guy line. Well, how'd that go,
2: Katie? Meow. No, but, like, put some threatening rap music lyrics in front of it like DMX would.
1: Okay. I'm click clacking and rack-stackin'. Bitches know I'm packing. I'm the trillist. Meow.
2: See? Uh, I see. It's not the same thing. Nope. No animal sound would have the same effect as a dog bark, and if you're trying to sound tough, rap music lyrics—not one.
3: Squirrely Dan isn't sure he agrees with Wayne. Okay, Dan. Dan, okay. Okay, Dan.
2: Let's put it to the test. <clears throat> uh, it's the jump off, uh, rocking in my tims. I'm the greatest.
3: Get shook. Meh. <laughs> 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 nope. <laughs> Uh, the others each take turns rapping and punctuating <laughs> with animal sounds first it's katie who quacks like a duck dairy crows like a rooster back to wayne who moves like a cow uh Squirly dan gets gets the point but they continue back to katie who bleats like a sheep and dairy who caws like a crow this goes on for a while uh Squirly dan gets increasingly annoyed
2: so you see dan no animal sounds as tough as a dog sound i'm
7: the
3: king of the jungle bitch
2: bow down Rawr! You're pretty sure that was a lie, and he was attempting there. So, see so you stand correct.
3: And we cut to the theme. All oh. right, <laughs> Matt, you're first on this one. What do you think of this cold uh, open?
0: There was some good stuff here. Mm. Uh, well, definitely wasn't my favorite by by a long shot. But there was there was some good stuff. I mean, so first off, I got to say, I, I you know when you, you feel like you learn something new every day. I learned something new today. Mm. Um, terrestrial radio. I didn't <clears throat> even know that was a term. Oh no. <laughs> Never heard that. I, it took me a second to catch up to what the fuck they were talking about there. Then I did, and I'm like, all right, I get it now, but mm-hmm. never heard that terminology. Hmm. Um, so I learned something new, so I felt good about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, fuck you, Dairy. Made me laugh really hard because we all have had those moments where someone says something stupid and you, you humor them for a moment and then fuck them. And uh, <laughs> let's give a quick shout out to DMX there because uh, that's really relevant and recent. And mm, yes, uh, rest his soul. I def, uh, yeah, rest his So I definitely was a DMX fan in my youth, and uh, that was a big shock to the system recently in his passing. But. Uh, It was a a good little uh, memory of him there in this, in this episode and the whole banter back and forth was good, but you know, I've talked about before how sometimes it goes far and then the laughter kind of rises and falls a bit. And um, under this one, I I thought it dragged on a little much. Of course, Dan's recovery at the end with the line was fantastic.
3: Hmm. Uh, Tanya, what'd you think?
6: Yeah, this one went on really, really, really long. Like, really <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely not my favorite uh cold open um i i didn't i yeah it, it was not i'm i'm not a huge fan of this one for sure all
3: right um yeah so i gotta say i i did not like this this cold open this is one of the weakest this is one of my least favorite i i i didn't relate to it at all yeah. i mean i had to I had to go on Spotify to listen to DMX to see if I even know any of it's new, any of his stuff. Yeah. I mean, uh, like I'm, I'm not a a big, a big hip hop fan or rap fan. So, um, I mean, once I heard him like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the dog barking and stuff like that. But so that aside, I didn't really relate to it. The, um, the, the only part that was kind of amusing and, and, and I feel like it was kind of a. A homage to um what's his name uh family guy Seth uh whatever family guy it, it was when they were laughing at, at Derry's joke and McFarlane. yeah Seth, Seth mcfarland that was a very Seth MacFarlane uh moment there when they're laughing and laughing and laughing and then just kept on laughing then finally say fuck you Derry it's like wow that's something that's ripped out of a, a Seth MacFarlane script but other than that um this one here is probably one of my least favorite cold opens ever. <laughs> wow, I know, and it was so that's saying a lot, I guess. Um, yeah, it just I'm just gonna relate to it, um, and the yeah, it, and it went on. It just went on for a while. Victor,
5: uh, it was uh, not good.
3: Mm.
4: That's uh, it.
5: I. <laughs> 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 i i did not i did not you know with matt uh he's not here to defend himself he stepped away but uh you know with with the with the ebbs and flows that he talked about there was no ebbs and flows mm-hmm. there was there was just it was a flat line there was no laughs at all i mean maybe there was a short giggle at mm-hmm. the dairy joke but mm-hmm. but that was like a an, an you know that was just giggling at the at the whole uh the the, the mcFarlane gimmick right mm-hmm. but but in terms of I just didn't find any of it funny, and mm-hmm. and the D M X stuff, like I thought the lyrics were more ridiculous than the, than the, uh, Animal sound. So <laughs> I guess that was uh, interesting, mm-hmm. but uh, but uh, you know I'm not new to rap or anything like that. It's just uh, you know uh, I appreciate hip hop and and the music, but if you sit there, if you actually just listen to the lyrics, I mean a lot. I mean that's you could say that about rock music as well. Yeah. a lot of it is just just mundane nonsense, uh, and 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 this was. There was, there's certainly some examples of that in this mm-hmm. cold open. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, I mean, it's, it, it pains me to say because it is now the source of our new intro, which. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, for sure. I kind of agree. Dennis, what do you think?
7: I, I thought it was a good premise. Mm-hmm. The execution may have not been great, but I wasn't sure if it was them. Honestly, saying you know what I think a duck might be as you know tough as a dog, <laughs> or if they were just putting the screws to Dan, which was working. Yeah, but yeah. I, I didn't know why it had gone on so long. But mm-hmm. I was pretty impressed. I wouldn't expect a lot of Canadian farmers to know that many hip hop lyrics.
3: Yeah, without. I mean, uh, like kisos picks all picks all the music for for the show, and uh, and there's a there's a good representation of hip hop right on on yeah. uh, on the show. So you know, it, it sounds like they're they're pretty you know. Um, versed in it but um pardon the pun i guess uh yeah the, i i think yeah my 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 hang-up is probably just i'm not as familiar with dmx's and so maybe it's just not as funny um but yeah
7: but i mean it is one of those things where there are in hip-hop songs there are mm-hmm. lyrics about you know bitches and hoes and money and mm-hmm. you know crime and stuff like that and then there are, you know these ubiquitous sounds that, that really have nothing to do with the lyrics that right are you know kind of intermingled but i actually have a contender if you want to hear it go for it like a brick brown bear i'm on the attack bust your out open and watch you die you can call me <sighs> <laughs> i
3: love it <laughs> 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 That's oh and matt wasn't here to hear that uh, uh, sucks to be him i don't know where he went we've lost matt he walked away <laughs> um I wonder if Moose got in If they
7: were really trying to come up with something that was tougher than a dog There were plenty of options that they could have explored
3: There are Uh, Yeah, they were just being silly about it But it was was just a little too silly and not funny enough for my liking Anyway, we move on Scene one The Hicks are in the farmhouse kitchen Derry is talking to a Nick on the phone Uh, He's being very needy
1: Don't do that, bud What? Ask your gal privately but publicly Are you okay?
3: Well, he's just making sure.
2: Yeah, you don't want to get too needy with a gal like that, Derry. A gal like what? A gal who is, respectfully, super, super, f- super <laughs> fucking
1: hot. She's a Victoria's secret's hot there, good buddies. She's Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition hot, Derry. Well, yeah, all the more reason to make sure she's okay. Well, don't say we didn't warn you. Uh,
3: uh, I love Wayne's hesitation. He's about to say fucking, but then says one more super just to punctuate. super, super. Super, super hot. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Marie Fred joins them at the table. Wayne cocks her arm, and then uh, we get to the episode's exposition. How's the day?
1: Longest day of the year.
2: Summer solstice. And you know what that means? Century
1: Club. Centurion, c'est cool, ça? On y va? 100 shots of beer in 100 minutes will buck you if you don't have a strategy.
2: Let me just call the girlfriend and... Uh, Make sure it's okay with le ball et chain.
1: Put your phone down, Derry. Well, fucking stop on
2: it. <laughs> you tried dating a French girl.
1: Yeah, give it a shot bud.
2: Okay.
1: Today on the summer solstice, we honor the time good old Uncle Eddie got the worst sunburn this side of Sasky, thus having to spend the longest day of the year inside drinking the bar down.
2: Well, I'm not carrying Dan home from the bar this time. That was huge. Well-
3: Who's
1: in? The skids are sober, so they're out. And I don't know. I haven't heard from Riley and Jonesy. McMurray's? Yeah, they'll be there.
3: <sighs> Wayne warns Marie Fred that she'll want to avoid McMurray today. In fact, he will want to avoid McMurray anytime he shit face Because when McMurray shit-faced, things come out of him that are off-putting. Uh, Marie Fred asks for an example, but Wayne warns that this one is best left parked. Uh, now, Katie's super curious, but Squirrelly Dan suggests they let sleeping dogs lie. Uh, Marie Fred warns the guys that they're just driving Marie Fred and Katie straight to McMurray with how, they're, how dodgy they're being. Uh, McMurray, uh, Marie Fred and Katie will find out about it anyway. Wayne gives them the scoop. When McMurray gets shit-faced, he retells stories of his boys' trips. Katie thinks it's pathetic that a married man still goes on boys' trips. Scully Dan says McMurray says the f- worst fucking things you've ever heard in your entire lives. This, he promises them. McMurray says her brother was a hockey player and all her cousins were too. She grew up around boys, the worst kind. The girls insist. So, Wayne and Derry reluctantly agree.
2: All right, for we're going in, we're going in. We ain't stopping until the job's done. Gosh, I
1: should have packed a lunch
2: for this. And final warning, this one is best left unpacked. Once we you start, you're going to want us to stop,
3: but we're not going to stop.
5: Prove it. You guys should do it in your McMurray's voice. Also, keeps your jaws clenched
3: like he does when he's all shit-faced. You know, for his effects. Uh, Wayne and Derry lean in close to the girls. Wayne, how would you like to talk about cunt?
2: Hey, Derry, are you an ass man, a tits man, or a cunt man? Hey, you ever fucked a couple tasties at the same time? No, old i fucked so many tasties. They used to tell me, hey, you want to taste it? They used to say, come on, big boy, why don't you have a little bit of a taste? I go down to Vegas with about 17 buddies every single year, and you never seen so much cunt in your life. Hard rock, rooftop, poolside villas. I've never
1: seen so much cunt in my life. Anybody tells you they've seen more cunt that's a liar.
2: I used
3: to fuck so many tasties.
2: Ah, tell
1: about that. Where is Mrs. McMurray in all of this? We
3: don't ask those kinds of questions. <laughs> <laughs> the McMurray talk continues for another couple of rounds. Hashtags are desecrated, and with every use of the word cunt, Murray, Fred, and Katie startle and revolt. Uh, Squirrelly Dan just sits there, head down, eyes closed. The girls are growing increasingly repulsed. When Wayne and Derry finally finish... Marie Freds hit Marie Fred hits Wayne in the arm and storms off. Squirrely Dan says he had it coming. Uh, Wayne says Marie Fred's a keeper. She uh, she returns, still grumbling about what she just heard, and scolds Katie. On cue, Derry leans forward so Katie can hit him as well.
1: But the McMurries are part of the lifestyle, so don't they just do that kind of shit together?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean. They seem so in love.
2: Different strokes for different folks, Miss Katie's.
1: I don't think Mrs. McMurray knows about
2: this. It's none of our beeswax, Miss Katie. And she oughta. That's none of your beeswax, Miss
1: Katie. What are you trying to say to me right now?
2: I'm sorry, Miss Katie's. <laughs> Squirrely Dan. Apples.
3: Yeah, Squirrely Dan grabs an apple and, and tries to change the subject. Scene two. In the, gym, uh, in the gym washroom, Riley and Jonesy and Ronnie and Dax give updates on the progress of their bet. Uh, they're almost at the finish line. Speaking of Finnish, I smashed a Finnish Jordanian a few nights ago. Exquisite. I smashed a Tongan Micmac just this
2: morning. I smashed smashed a Catalan Cameroonian. Yeah, I smashed a Swedish West Indian. Good. Well, I
3: smashed an interior Salish Thai Syrian. Uh, This goes on for a while. It's the final day of competition, so they all go for a piss before uh, they get back at it.
2: Daxie? Daxie. You heard of him he pee? <laughs> Burns, buddy.
0: Jonesy? Riley? Burns on I pee, buddy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was that
0: Haitian Bangladesh. It was that Baja desert Ukrainian. Had to have been that Northern Irish Maori tribesman. It was that St. Lucian Sikh separatist.
3: <laughs>
4: Fuck! Oh.
3: Uh, scene number three, the Hicks arrive at Modine's three. Uh, Katie storms in, still bothered by the McMurray conversation. Glenn gr- greets them, informs him that he'll be t- uh, playing the role of Gail, the bartender, so that she may binge drink with them, which is technically a form of alcoholism. Uh, Derry still on the phone with a Nick, which is annoying to the others. Uh, they warn him once again that he's going to fuck it up with a Nick with all this neediness. Meanwhile, Glenn notices Marie Fred. Meanwhile, hello there. Who's this bicycle number? Wayne? She's like a, like a little Kathy Deneuve, or like a little
2: Bar Bardot. Glenn, this is Mary Fred.
6: Mm-hmm. Enchanté, Mary Fred. Jam apple a fucking yours? I know what
1: you mean, Gail. She's
2: like a, like a no, she's like a Marion Coddler.
4: Mm-hmm. I'm here with Wayne. Who? Why? I don't fucking know him. Wait. Right. Well, I know you. Not yet. So, <laughs>
0: uh gem apple
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, just then bonnie mcmurray makes her usual slow-mo entrance dressed like a referee a sexy referee apparently she's officiating the 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 event even more shocking is that this event requires an official uh the rules are 100 shots of beer in 100 minutes no pissing no passing out and especially no puking
2: Oh no, puking plays. Ee ewe ew, grouts ew, grouse grouse. It's a carpet
3: in here.
1: Competition slim this year. The skids are sober. Riley and Jonesy called in sick. So you got a shot.
7: 100 shots to be precise.
2: Dan Well, I'd have a beer. Katie have a beer. I need a beer. Mary Fred of a beer. I'd have a beer. Dan have a beer. I'd have a beer. Barry have a beer.
1: You
3: okay? Fuck's sake. That was Derry on the phone with who else? And Nick. Uh, Just then in Stumble, the McMurries already. Just,
5: just, just wait. So so why are we not calling it in this scene? uh, Sitting.
3: Yeah. Good question. Yeah. I don't know. Because that's, that's, that's the joke from the last uh, episode.
6: (laughs) Carry other jokes.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. All right.
6: Damn. For continuity
3: issue? Maybe, maybe it's written in the rule books uh, of the, uh, of the um, uh, Century Club. And so they don't use spitting. They use proper language there because <laughs> it's a rule, It's an official rule book. Uh, just then, in stumble, the McMurrays, already three sheets to the wind. Mrs. McMurray goes off to the bar to get some more cocksucking gin from the bar. Uh, she takes Katie and Glenn with her, leaving the male skids with McMurray.
2: Well, now the sit-down pissers are tramping off to the bar, you guys want to talk about cunt?
3: (laughs) I love that he calls the women and Glenn the sit-down pissers.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I missed that.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Scene four, back at the gym. Riley and Jonesy and Ron and Dax have antibiotics for their peeing issue. Uh, Ron and Dax are being very nonchalant about the whole thing. Riley and Jonesy are freaking out calling it the end of days Ron and Dax tell them to relax <laughs> at least it isn't the gift that keeps on giving like herpes uh, Ron and, uh, Riley and Jonesy don't understand how they can be so calm about it this isn't your this is
2: your, your first, first STD, STD. <laughs> adorable wait this
0: oh, it, is, is it yours <laughs> no how
2: many have you had that's a tough question. I don't even know.
0: Oh my god, is that bad?
2: Oh my god, is it? I'm more trying to think of a time when I didn't have one. 20? <laughs> 30? You're in the ballpark? I think. Oh my god. Oh my god, you're terrible. You're terrible. How the fuck can you be so calm about this?
4: This <laughs> is the end of days! This is of
3: Riley and Jonesy crumple to the
0: ground in agony. They almost sound like the skids in that scene. Just <laughs> listening back to it. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
3: Uh, They've learned a difficult lesson. When you compete to take down babes, no one wins. Uh, Scene five, back at Modine's three, the competition kicks off with a musical montage of the competitors taking their beer shots and Bonnie McMurray keeping time and score. Mrs. McMurray drinks gin between shots because, well, she's Mrs. McMurray. Everyone else is like hydrating with water. She's hydrating with gin. Uh, At the end of the competition, all competitors have made it to the end without breaking any of the rules. So everybody wins bonnie congratulates them all and tells them they're free to pee mrs mcmurray leaves katie and marie fred help glenn clear the table this leaves mcmurray with the hicks he begins to tell them one of his graphic stories wayne wants to leave for a dart squirrely dan's too drunk to move and Derry wants to know how it ends katie's at the bar listening and she's getting angry now this particular
2: tasty was of the australian variety Crikey. now you may not know this down there, they like you to piss on them. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Actually, I'm told the dudes from down under do piss on gals. But I don't know what's in it for the gals.
3: I love the way Squirrelly dances. says, No, they don't. <laughs> Uh, we should have asked. Um, I uh, was
6: just going to say, are yeah, you going uh, to ask <laughs> yeah, Melbourne Jack? Yeah,
3: Melbourne Jack. Next time we actually, I'll, I'll, I'm going to speak to him tomorrow. So um, I'll ask him tomorrow. Him Whatever you do,
5: don't Google it,
3: please. <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh,
6: no.
3: <laughs> uh, let's see, where is it right, is. here we go. That's McMurray finishes <laughs> a story. Wayne leaves for a dart. Derry reaches reaches for his cell phone to call on Nick. Katie has had enough. She grabs Derry's phone, throws it to the ground and stomps on it. Uh, then she turns to McMurray to give him a piece of her mind but is interrupted when Mrs. McMurray calls her over to the bar.
1: I got a question I got for you. a question for you. Okay. You need to know that- What are you doing? The last evening. Why? I'll tell you. Every spring, you had about 17 gal pals had down Cancun for a girls weekend. Okay. Let me tell you something about spring break. The older cunt is there for the young cock. And the young cock is there for the older cunt.
3: (sighs) This seems to make Katie forget the reason why she was angry. Uh, Scene six. Final scene. Uh, The McMurries are on the dance floor slow dancing. Gail pays Glenn and Bonnie. Bonnie offers to give Glenn a ride home. He's grateful and offers to sing her hymns to keep her alert and inspired. <laughs> Bonnie turns him down. Uh, the Hicks walk. Uh, watch McMur- the McMurries dancing.
1: They look so in love. Got
2: every reason to believe they are, bud.
1: But they... You
3: miss Caddies.
1: What?
7: Uh, wee bit earlier, I suggested, quite gently, that what the McMurries do is nobody's business.
1: I remember...
7: I remember you shouting at me.
1: I'm sorry, Squirrelly did.
5: That's okay, Miss Caddies. We are. None of us perfects. That is what I
4: appreciate.
2: Can I borrow a 70's phone to call Annick, please?
7: No.
1: But what have we learned through all of this, Miss Caddies? Different strokes for different folks, I think. I think you just nailed it.
3: Um... Murray Fred walks in, onto the dance floor and motions for Wayne to join her. Wayne obliges and they start dancing. The camera zooms in on Wayne's face and he seems to come to a some kind of realization. Uh, his eyes go wide and then we fade to black. And that's the episode. All right. Just uh, want to remind everybody here that we are playing v- guest Victor's MVP. So... <laughs> While we do ratings and stuff, listen attentively and write down who you think Victor is going to make MVP. Uh.
6: Were there any animals in this one? I can't remember. I'm trying to remember. <laughs>
3: lots well, of was uh, animal sounds. Yeah, lots of animal, animal sounds, sounds at the beginning. Okay. So we're going to start with uh, just your initial thoughts. <laughs> no ratings, Matt. What did you think of this episode?
0: It, it was fun. There's there's definitely some good moments. Um, I gotta set the record straight on the eight. The uh, 100 shots. I've I've always wanted to do this. I've never actually done it. I've played many a drinking games. Mm -hmm. Uh, This one, if anyone's curious, this is a eight uh, for bottles of beer. This is about eight and a bit bottles of beer Mm -hmm. in under two hours. So, I mean, it's a good paced way of getting drunk. Mm -hmm. Um, I've definitely consumed more than that on a good night. Um, But under that time. Yeah, and, and that rate. speed. I mean, that's... Uh, that speed, that's mm-hmm. pretty impressive. So, you know, they're all walking out of there pretty good. And if they keep their drink going, they're going to have a, a pretty good chance of blackout kind of night. So <laughs> it's a good way to kick off the day. And you see, that's why they keep going. So I enjoyed that. Um, I, 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 I would still do it. I feel like we should have done that on this episode <laughs> with together oh over the course. Just saying. it's something, that, We that, should start playing the games recording. they do. We could do a separate recording and just do... <laughs> Yeah, just oh, it out there.
3: We're guys. gonna have to make sure that our our kids are, are with with some uh, responsible adults if we're gonna be doing something like yeah, that. <laughs> I guess that would be responsible. I'll
6: do water <laughs> shots.
0: Uh, ten. No, oh, sorry. Oh, oh no. Yeah, I was saying. Yeah, it was fun. Um, I will say the the Dax and Ron STD conversation was very uncomfortable. Mm. Like, and that, and you don't use that word lightly.
3: <laughs> No,
0: no, it was, it was, it was hard to say. And that's not that, I mean, you know, I'm sure and people have been in that, so, but the numbers that they were talking were frightening
3: mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Yep. very disturbing. And I just had to look away. Mm-hmm. Are you drinking tea? <laughs> Kentucky what? tea. Oh,
3: okay. No, I'm oh, is coffee? What? That's not I'm coffee. Coffee. No. What is Diabolical this? coffee, right? Diabolical <laughs> coffee. If diabolical coffee looked like that, I'm surprised probably... we're
0: not having coffee right now.
3: <laughs> it's not part of the read. <laughs> it look. It just looks like you're drinking tea. No, it's a coors. Oh, all right. Oh, that's why it's it's watery. As anyway, as, it's not, <laughs> yeah. as long as it's not pee, we're good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Tanya, your initial thoughts.
6: Um. Uh. <laughs> Yeah. You know what? I had a flashback, um, that whole pee thing and, um, oh boy, um, oh boy. that what? whole pee thing. And, and, uh, it burns when I pee or whatever. I had a flashback. Sorry back to high school when a girl came up to me and it's like, um, I think I have a problem. It burns when I pee. And I remember her whispering it to me and I'm like, oh, you've got a problem. Yeah, for sure. Cause I knew what she had done pre previous to that. So anyways, I was always the person that knew the answers and, and uh, I was never embarrassed to ask questions. So I, I, I put her in touch with, um, um, school health, nurse. Health, yeah. yeah. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> the health, 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 guidance people anyways uh so yeah i i remembered back to that and yeah same thing the the whole sex for sport um and the takedowns and the counts and and riley and jonesy and, and ronnie and dax like i like the betty ann and mary ann banters so much better um it, it was uncomfortable it, it, it i don't really get that whole kind of um sex for sport and takedowns and the, the counts. Um, I, I don't understand um, that kind of behavior, but um, yeah, the whole STDs, it was just an uncomfortable thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and also with the the drinking for sport, um, you know, doing a hundred shots. Like I don't, uh, I'm, I'm not very comfortable with that much either. Um, I, I don't really understand the whole alcohol it's, consume, it's, and it's consumption consumption first
3: <laughs> well, oh come on you you, you played Straight up it's fun you had fun playing beer pong come on flip cup yeah yeah Kings. like
6: okay and you have to
5: remember, you have to put your, well, i think the disconnect here is that you, you you did enjoy it you had lots of fun when you were 20 years old mm-hmm. yeah. what you're having what you're struggling with is, is seeing grown-ass adults still doing it that's mm-hmm. all
6: yeah, I, I, well, you know, it wasn't too long ago when um, Alan and I had went to a, a, a Christmas party. Oh my God! I guess that was a long time ago. It was a long time ago, <laughs> and um, people were taking shots off yes, of a surfboard. Mm-hmm. No, that surfboard. Oh,
3: that
0: party! No, that was only two or that three years ago. That was two or three years, years ago. Yeah, yeah. And right.
6: there were like yummy gummies mm-hmm. and 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 stuff. All right, um, so
0: there's some fun in you, Tanya. There's some mm-hmm.
3: fun in you. Yeah, I'm when not, she when I'm... she lets her hair down, she can she can be fun, Tanya.
0: Not you're press. making it sound like you're a prude. Like, I'm oh, not, a prude. No. not a our, prude. Our, our kids our
3: kids have yeah. sucked the fun out of out her. <laughs>
0: oh my god! From now on, your hair has to be down. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> During these podcasts, I'm not a prude. I'm not a prude. <laughs> I see how big that glass of wine is you're drinking. You need yeah. to have an extra one <laughs> before the show starts, yeah. and then come. Yeah. And and
3: the grown ass adults playing the the drinking game. I think it's just a tradition they do and you know what they say you don't
0: fuck with tradition, you fuck with you
6: tradition. Fuck. Yeah, exactly right, right,
3: right all right um, um
6: the whole cunt thing though too the McMurrays. um okay yeah.
3: we just came off an episode where dick was said way more often than cunt was said in this episode so don't be sexist here
6: to be to
5: be fair <laughs> to be fair,
3: to be fair. <laughs>
5: Uh, there was the whole dick premise was for laughs. It was, it was funny. It was hilarious. There was innuendos. It was smart. Yeah. There was nothing funny about a single time. The word cunt was used.
3: Uh, I, I disagree. There were a few and I'll, I'll bring them up when it's my turn. Are Did you have any other points?
6: Anyways, love Glenn, love Gail, mm-hmm. um, love Bonnie. And there you go. Move on.
3: All right. Um, yeah. So I wasn't a I wasn't a fan of this episode either. Uh, th- so the cold open left me very ice cold. Um, the uh, Ron, the only part I liked about Ron, uh, I hated that they re- revis- revisited the whole um, cultural like I took down the whatever yeah. like that. That was that was boring the last episode and it was it was just tedious this episode. I do like the fact that the four of them are are, are hanging out and they're like buds now. Like, I think that's really great. And, and maybe because I know what's coming up there, they're they're a lot of fun, but not right now. So, um, so that's, that's kind of tedious. The whole drinking game. Um, it is what it is. I, I didn't mind that too much. I, 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 I like the whole storyline of, uh, uh, dairy and, and being all needy around a Nick, uh, I don't know if you guys noticed. I mean, I know many, on many people on the internet noticed, but the, uh, Riley Jonesy's pill bottle, uh, I don't know about you, but, uh, like when I get a prescription, I don't normally have. Somebody else's name with mine on the same prescription on their. Oh, I didn't notice
6: that. So the the
3: pill bottle says Riley and Jonesy.
6: Does it? (laughs) Yeah.
3: Uh, For antibiotics, so that's that's pretty hilarious. It just goes to to the whole joke of that they're they're really just truly one person. Um. So, so yeah, there's so so the only the the yeah cunt cunt is one of those words and um. But I did find it funny, especially in the kitchen at the beginning, when uh, when when Wayne and Derry are are, are uh, imitating McMurray. Every time they use the word, uh, both Marie Fred and and Katie kind of do a little startle every time they he says. Kind they, they 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 kind of jump back. It's just hilarious their their, their reaction to that and the shame on Squirrely Dan's face as he's listening to this happening and, and also on, on Derry and Wayne's faces, especially afterwards when they're done and they get hit and they take it because they know they deserved it. Uh, It's just, I mean, that part there was to me was, was actually very funny, Uh, but the rest of the episode left me very not. Yeah. It was, it was just, yeah. Uh, Anyway, we'll, (laughs) we'll get to ratings in a second. Victor.
5: Yeah. I mean, just, really the same kind of reaction. The cold open wasn't really funny. I uh, the, the imitating McMurray would have been fun if it wasn't so crude. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, like it is, it's fine. It's fine. I didn't, fi- I didn't, you know, I, I wasn't like offended by it or anything. I just didn't fi- find it funny. That's yeah. all. Mm-hmm. Um, then, then kind of the Ron and Dax thing, like totally like the, I, I, I'm, I was kind of a little disappointed that they went back to that, to to that to that trope of Mm -hmm. uh you know going around the going you know going around the world um but then uh yeah it's fun that they're hanging out together but and you're not allowed to enjoy that based on future information
3: Mm
5: -hmm. um yeah you're right
3: no (laughs) and
5: and, but but yeah i just i didn't find any of that interaction uh um really funny it was a little disturbing that uh they lived their entire life with stds Mm -hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And they are okay and comfortable with that, uh, not uncomfortable, uh, and uh, and so that was a bit of a throwaway for me. Um, the drinking game, I, I, it's funny until we started even talking about it, I didn't even think anything of it. Mm-hmm. I, I was not like, oh, how can they be, you know, playing this drinking game? I, I, for me, that was almost kind of in the background. Mm-hmm. It was more about what's happening, and yeah, my, I guess I guess my biggest issue with the episode was is that. The whole time that Katie was getting angry, sitting that sitting at the bar, mm-hmm. uh, and you know all that crudeness that was happening, there wasn't any payoff. There wasn't any kind of comeuppance. There wasn't like a, a, a retribution of any sort. It was just kind of you know. Brushed away under the carpet oh that's just McMurray it's it's almost like it's it's making it okay to act like a douchebag uh, uh, just because you're drunk and again you know I, it re- reminds me back to one of the episodes that I also did not I, I don't think I was a big fan of is when the hicks got all wasted and started Mm -hmm. acting stupid. Mm -hmm. I I just, you know, like it's, it's funny when you're young Mm -hmm. and it's funny when there's that one guy at the party that's acting like a douche and right. And you (laughs) hope you're not that guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, But
3: but, if you can't find the guy, you're probably the guy.
5: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I don't know. I just, I just can't, I can't, Yeah, there you go. I can't relate. I didn't find it funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no payoff at the end. Um, and you know, maybe in, like in future episodes, the whole thing at the very, like, I, I feel like you can't save an episode based on two seconds of whatever mm-hmm. might happen at the very end. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's too late. Yeah. So I just, yeah, at no point that was I ever laughing or really enjoying myself watching this episode. Mm-hmm. And there I say that this might be the most, um, you know, of the lowest episode of this entire series so far for me. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I think it's worthy to note that your background is—you uh, brought back the train wreck. <laughs> so I just want to make sure that our <laughs> listeners are, are aware, uh, Dennis. I mean, you asked to be on this one. <laughs> I don't know if uh, I don't know I'm if so it was expensive. a schedule <laughs> thing or, or whatever. Uh, so, but I'm interested because I mean, uh, it, it's more—it's—it's more, it's, it's more no, well change our minds, but it's also more fun if we don't all agree. So tell us what did you think of this episode
7: well it sometimes reviewing an episode isn't because you love it mm-hmm. sure <laughs> sometimes it, you know it's <laughs> like it, maybe there's something to be said for this and, mm-hmm. and for nothing else i wanted to hear what you guys had to say too because right. you know there were Elements of the episode that really did call out to me, you know, was like the, the fuck you dairy part, that <laughs> reminded me of you guys so much. <laughs> <laughs> I <was just> like, <laughs> it's what I thought.
3: <laughs> I love
7: it, but unfortunately, yeah. it's usually Al that catches the the brunt of that. Yeah, but, yeah.
3: Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I, I guess I'm the dairy of the group, eh? Not not the Wayne. I want to be the Wayne, but I feel like I feel, I'm the dairy. <laughs> <Right>. uh, <laughs>
7: You know, like, <laughs> like you guys said, uh, there, there were. I found myself trying to find something mm-hmm. that interested me in the episode. because I, I, The first time I watched it through, this was compost.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
7: And I'm just like, what is in this episode that I can really glom onto? So I've watched mm-hmm. it like three or four times, just <laughs> trying to see what those bits and pieces are that kind of call out to me. Right. But, you know, there are elements of the story that you can see are a good premise but don't necessarily pay off as well as they should have Mm -hmm. you know like the the lyrics thing yeah it makes sense but they could have taken it more seriously the you know a dude showing insecurity and neediness Mm -hmm. is not attractive to women sorry bros yeah (laughs) yeah. (laughs) you know it's but i think that's the lesson they're trying to show you too Mm -hmm. but then i don't know the whole cunts tasties tits and slits kind of you know mcmurray stuff i don't know how much of that paid off you know it'd be like everybody already knows he's a piece of shit so how is this a surprise but it's like dax ron riley jonesy they kind of got wasted i mean it was cool that they were all thrown together and you Mm -hmm. can see that there's promise for storylines there but the execution just wasn't there yeah uh i don't know if it you know it was the subject matter it really doesn't speak to me i can't you know i don't have a personal connection to having multiple stds <laughs> really speak to me. but you know there are those character uh, moments like dan when they're all you know doing the mcmurray talk he looks at the apples and you know, he's just like oh you know like there's the ground you know yeah, yeah. how he diffuses those situations but it was good to see glenn mm-hmm. uh him doing the like the the name change kind of thing, you know, yeah. like the Kathy Deneuve and, you know, yeah. this kind of stuff. Like, I always like that part because mm-hmm. I've seen it in previous episodes and there are forthcoming ones, but yeah. uh, that's a good character trait of Glenn's that I usually like in the episodes. And I think this might have been the first time where they went Bonnie and McMurray and I was actually like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like in previous episodes, you can her like this, you know, unobtainable sex pot and blah, blah, blah. And I just, like Wayne says, you know, I'm gonna let the paint dry on that one. I yeah. I didn't really see it, but this episode, I'm like, God
3: damn. Well, the the paint the paint's drying. All right.
7: I guess. But uh McMurray saying the sit-down pissers, oh boy. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. That set me off.
3: Yeah, I mean there's there's definitely some classic letter Kenny lines in, in this one for sure, and and moments, but they're but they're fewer and far between, I think. In you know, scene. in
7: the, the drinking scene, it's mm-hmm. usually and you'll see this in a number of the episodes, there's some hip soundtrack in the background there's a montage of them smiling and mm-hmm. you know like interacting with one another and you're like yeah i'm with my friends you know what i mean but with this episode that would just it was just grating yeah like when when they're all drinking and stuff like that i just did not get that feeling i'm like where is this going yeah. like what what is the next story beat that's going to result from this and they set this up like as an impossible premise where they're drinking 100 shots of beer and mm-hmm. like i'm not even a drinker but that didn't really to me mm-hmm. but you know i'm a bigger dude from a long line of drinkers so yeah, i mean yeah. it just it doesn't intimidate me the way it would most people but what came of that nobody puked pissed passed out none of that and it, you'd think it would be like an elimination based thing
3: but they, just, they yeah. just did
7: it they survived yeah. it
0: and then they're all drinking afterward well, yeah
7: it was,
3: was the point? it was pretty anticlimactic
7: like I said, it's,
0: it's it's eight and a bit beers so mm-hmm. yeah. if yeah. you can if you can regularly drink that then you're good and what really stole the scene for me, especially
7: during the drinking part, was Danny Ellis's poppers graphics in the background.
0: Oh, I didn't like, even really
7: caught my eye. I was like, wow, yeah. there's some really good graphic design. There.
0: Right, the posters on the wall. Oh yeah, yeah. Really I was, was like, there was one on the right. I was like, I want that for my wall. Right. Like, All right,
3: shout great. out to Danny. Thank you for Perfect. that one. Yes. But, uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, it just
7: <laughs> it was there.
3: Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's let's move on to ratings. Then, Matt, what do you give this episode?
0: So I want to say, so I'm, uh, it's not a fresh. Mm-hmm. It's not a fresh. Um, I'll, I'll get to the point. It, Shocking. It is a cl- it, it, <laughs> it's a clearance. It's in the middle. Oh, wow. Um, but let me explain why. So yeah, it didn't. It didn't. Amy, you know, to be the fresh, I have to laugh my ass off. Mm-hmm. I have to really connect with it. But I think there's also some brilliance in here because what I've learned about Letter Kenny, if nothing else. Even when they sort of go off the trail, I mean, there's some that completely go off the rails, there's a lot of intentional work they do. Mm-hmm. So, if you look at the title of this episode, Different Strokes for Different Folks, they stayed true to that, in my opinion, on how far they went off the rails. Like, they really kind of Dipped into the sewers of Lenarchetti in this one, you know, like, like the over the top STD stuff, the over usage of the word cunt, which, you know, most people don't use that in, unless you're Australian, don't use mm-hmm. that in your day to day dialogue, because <laughs> it just feels off limits, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they really dipped into those. Dark ways of going about things, you know the 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 piss sitters and all the like. They they just made them all look like dipshits and and pieces of garbage. And it were and they kept that tone through the whole episode, and almost to the point that they were purposely trying to make you dislike it. Maybe I'm way off, but it's like it almost felt intentional in Mm -hmm. a bit. It didn't make me love the episode, Mm -hmm. but. A lot of the show, they dip into different topics and and, and they really just oversell it and it becomes a caricature of itself. And I feel like a bit of it that they were trying to achieve that and make you not necessarily love the episode by really making you feel uncomfortable about it. Mm -hmm. And um, if that was the goal, I feel like they achieved so I mean, there was some like the dairy. I think dairy does a great McMurray impression. That makes oh, me yeah. laugh. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah he <laughs> that that I think he really nails it. Yeah, that makes yeah. me laugh. Um, the, the, the welcome back, Gail. Haven't seen you in a while. We yeah. love you. It was so great to see mm-hmm. her. Her, her gem apple, all fucking yours line <laughs> made me just, I, I, I died. So I'll there was some really good lines there. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, didn't love it, but I think there was, there was something they were trying to do mm-hmm. and almost make us hate it. Mm-hmm. And that's just my opinion. And, and, and by that, I'm going to keep them in the clearance because I still think they achieved what maybe they were trying to go for. It, okay.
3: Forever the optimist here. Uh, Tanya. <laughs>
6: um, I love everyone's points. Um, and, and I agree with uh, the majority, um, Needy da- dairy, um, yeah, n- no girl's gonna want that. Um, I thought that that was a good part of the show, um, and 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 him feeling like he needs to con- constantly connect with her and see if she's okay. <laughs> Poor thing. Um, I I love Marie Fred's reaction um, to the whole um, scene at the uh, table. Um, And, you know, coming back and and hitting Wayne on the arm and him like, yeah, I deserve that. Um, I didn't understand why the arm cocking happened. Um, I understood it with her going into the gym, but I didn't understand why Wayne did not Her arriving to the table.
3: I think it's just his kind of pet name for her now. Like it's not even a name. It's not a verbal thing, but it's just whenever he sees her, he just wants to cock her arm. Probably do more to her, but you know, all right. right.
6: Um, yeah, I didn't love the whole Riley and Jonesy and, and Ron and Dax the first time they Mm -hmm. did it. Um, I certainly didn't like it this time. Um, Glenn loved him. Um, there just wasn't enough to love about the show, about those parts um, to take away from the parts that I really didn't like. Like the, the, the few things I did like were so small um, compared to all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and not to say that I didn't like the message. I think the takeaway with the, the whole different strokes for different folks, and that's the way the McMurray's relationship work. And, and, and just like, Katie looked at them out on the dance floor and they are in love with each other. And that works for them. That works for them. No one's to say otherwise. I, I, I didn't get offended by that. Um, I just didn't love it. Um, I'm going to give it a, a compost.
4: Oh,
3: okay. All right. Um, listening to you guys, uh, talk about this. I, uh, there's a few here, here are the positives. Um, Tanya you nailed it on 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 the head like the, the the message and the the lesson learned in this one here is not ju- not to judge other people's yeah. lifestyle i think and I think uh they've been really good at, at, at building stories around these lessons and 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 kind of um you know morals and stuff like that, that that they're trying to to espouse I think in this case uh this this episode is is rough and 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 off-putting But I think the message is there. I think it it's there. It's like, look, don't judge other people. Like, and it's funny that it's Kate Katie judging other other people. Considering, exactly, she's no prude. She she believes in polygamy and she or polyamory. I don't know. Yeah, polygamy is if she's married. So polyamory. She believes in. you know, she's had some kind of uh, relations st- with Mrs. McMurray yeah. in the bathroom. I mean, so she's not as uh, she's not a prude, but she was judging them for this and and squirrely dance saying, don't judge, you know, different strokes. And at the end, that's that's the main lesson there. Um, relationship Wayne is always fun. Um and what I think what we're so as as bad as this episode seems to be, like everyone seems to agree that this, this is not a great episode. Mm. There is a lot of story development in this episode. You can see Wayne is falling in love with Marie Fred. It, I think at least three times throughout that episode. Yep, she's a keeper, and he's looking at her with admiration and love. Like and at the, that look at the end, that's not him, you know that's not teenage Wayne going, Oh, I've got a boner. Uh, that's, uh, that's him realizing something there. I don't know you know what it is, but that's, he's, he's falling in love with Marie Fred. So I think there's a lot of story development there and the needy dairy. There's a lot of story development there. I think there's a lot of development there on that relationship. Um, you know, I mean, uh, you look at him and a Nick and you, and if, if, if you saw that in real life, you'd be like, Oh, what, what, what the good hell good for you
7: buddy yeah exactly what, good for you
3: but what what the hell right um your or one you, of these things is yeah. not like the other <laughs> so I th- there's there's a lot of story development in this show, in this episode uh but the the jokes fall flat and i and actually this i'm giving this one a compost um and i i would even say uh like i i like fart book better like this one here <gasps> was yeah i know what? i know oh, shit so uh, right, yeah, so I'm, we're
6: recasting I think the host. Dude. Matt, just like step back there.
3: Uh, Victor, what is your rating? Uh,
6: so
5: first, a couple of uh, comments uh, about your review. Mm. Um, I'm not sure that you need to watch this episode for a PSA on uh, <laughs> on, on on morals and values. Because uh, <laughs> the episode kind of shoots itself in the foot, mm. so it, you know, it. it I think.
3: Oh yeah, it does nothing for the anti-STD uh, movement, but. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: So I mean, I mean, even 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 yeah. even you know, different strokes, different mm. folks. I I just feel like they, you know, they McMurray is such a shit that mm-hmm. it it that message almost gets lost. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like oh. it's like it's it's it becomes not even about the lifestyle. It becomes about you're such a dirty man. Mm-hmm. You know, just the way it's not, it's not about the act. It's about how you describe the act, Mm -hmm. right? It's, it's, it's like, um, you know, have some sense. Mm -hmm. So, uh, really the, you know, the only, the only thing, the only glimmer of anything that I enjoyed in here is Glenn, Mm -hmm. uh, to be honest, like he's such a, pleasure like I, I just i love that guy <laughs> i can't wait for him to always show up in any episode he's like an elf you know like so so um but but he's the way i'll describe cool. uh, kind of my rating is uh, I'll use uh, another sports analogy. I think last time I used baseball, Matt wasn't oh. crazy about it. Yeah, so we'll, you, we'll, you went a long way it for a, that. It was a train wreck. Yeah. 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 so'll uh, so, yeah. so we'll, we'll try we'll try <laughs> something different. So about a week ago, uh, and uh, for our friends uh, uh, you know across the border, maybe they can't completely relate, but but we'll, we'll do our best. So about a week ago, uh, in Toronto, Uh, We were up three to one on on the Montreal Canadiens. Everybody was blissful, feeling really great. On top of the world, nothing's wrong with anything. This is great. And about at the same time, we reviewed... The previous episode where we were we were on top of the world, and I I think uh, at that point said this is my favorite episode ever. My God! Uh, and now a week later, a week later, uh, what happens a week later? Well, a week later, uh, the Leafs blow a three-one uh, lead. They lose in Game Seven. Embarrassing. Uh, uh, you know, and uh, I'm left kind of not angry it's or disappointed. Just embarrassing. <laughs> Yeah, it is embarrassing, but 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 not not angry or disappointed. Just empty, just empty, and 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 that's kind of and that's kind of how I felt after watching this episode. Mm. So I, the parallels are interesting, and and for that reason alone, I have to give it a very 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 deep compost.
3: Okay, Dennis. Oh boy!
7: (laughs) Not the way I saw this one going. Right? I I can definitely see. And like I said, it it, it was there. It was Mm -hmm. a compost for me for all first couple of viewings. And I really, I had to struggle to find something uh, or redeeming value because, like you guys said, it's about premise and payoff. Mm -hmm. The premises are all there, and there are building episodes. There are plenty where you can see them setting something up. It doesn't mm-hmm. really exist in the episode itself, mm-hmm. but the groundwork's being laid, right? Uh siege of being sown. But this one, it was just like, all right, cool. Uh, I want to see where this goes, and then it went nowhere. Mm-hmm. So it was tough, but Daryl's impression of McMurray <laughs> saved the episode. <laughs> oh! Uh, and, you know, And seeing Gale and uh, Glenn is always a, a mm-hmm. welcome repose. If the rest of the episode is a train wreck, mm-hmm. so uh, they really were a life preserver on this one. So what would have been a compost is a pretty weak clearance
3: for me.
0: Yeah. Oh, all right. Well then, at least I'm not alone on that boat. Oh no, yeah. So let's sinking uh, boat.
3: I mean, yeah. I think the next se- the next segment's going to go by really really fast here. Uh, top fives. Uh, does <laughs> does this make anybody's top five?
0: A hard no, (laughs) yeah.
3: Uh, uh, Matt, Tanya, uh, me no. Victor, uh, I don't think so. Uh,
5: My number one worst. Yeah,
3: You know what? I don't. I don't disagree. (laughs) I think because I said it's below. It's below Fartbook in my book, and and Fartbook was my worst, and now this one I think is taking it. Um, Dennis, I think you gave us your top fives last time, so uh, like I don't know what you want to talk about. How about you give us your your bottom five this time?
7: (laughs) Oh or is no, that really too much I not that much thought. No. It's because, you know, I'm always trying to find the saving grace, Yeah, yeah, even yeah. the Yeah. Sounds like episodes. it. Yeah. <laughs> but then you're an optimist. I yeah. love it. It's good. It's good. It's sad. I could just hear the defeat in your
3: voices. (laughs) How much this episode has disappointed you. It was bound to happen. You know, I'm surprised it didn't. I mean, yeah, I think this is getting well, no, I don't think I know this is getting worse reviews than the first season one where we weren't all on the same page. So uh, yeah, you know, and
7: and, and there are, you know, entire seasons where people are like, yeah, it's Mm -hmm. not really my thing, you know, but (laughs) and they're coming, Mm -hmm. but uh, I Yeah, this one, it's not one of my top five, believe me, Mm -hmm. but uh, I think I I reviewed season five, Mm -hmm. which uh, the old college try was my season five pick. And I think that's been replaced by Bakadish. Yeah. And season six by a long shot is Dick Slip out so far. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I. I don't know. I, I'd have to review the series with a different eye to really identify, yeah, these are the stinkers of the bunch.
3: Yeah, that's all. It's all good. I, I put you on the spot there. I shouldn't have. All right, let's move on to MVPs. Matt, who was your MVP for this episode?
0: So it was it was a toss up between Derry because of the McMurray mm-hmm. uh, impression because I, I I loved it. But it but it went to Gaylor. Uh, <laughs> I'm so happy to see her. And that one line, I, I died. Like I have already said it twice. The gem apple. Mm -hmm. It just (laughs) I I love her and I'm so happy to see her. And uh, I have to I have to give her the MVP because she just made me laugh so hard. All right. Tanya, who is your MVP?
6: Hands down. It's Glenn. Um, him, the way he said that he was going to sing hymns to keep Bonnie awake on the drive home. And and <laughs> she's like, uh, no, but it's just his delivery of it. It was he's just so freaking funny. So funny.
3: Hmm. OK, let's see. I I, I think I'm going to go with Squirrely Dan on this one. He's so funny drunk. He plays a really funny drunk. And um, and. Some of it, my favorite parts of this episode, which were far, few and far between, were at the at the table, uh, and and at the beginning of the episode, where where Wayne and Derry are, are are telling the story, and Squirty Dan's like head down, eyes closed, and then telling you know Katie it's none of her business, and and she snaps at him and says, oh look there's an apple and eating it, and then at the end him delivering the the Jim, Jiminy Cricket line, different strokes. For, I mean. It, it overall the episode was, was the, the last were few and far between and he kind of delivered most of them for me. So uh, I'm gonna give it to Squirrely Dan. Victor.
5: Are we ready for this? Are we you guys, guess? Well you no, are yeah, ready? yeah, yeah. Have, so
3: have we all written down who, what we think <laughs> yeah. Victor who or what yeah we and, think Victor is giving? And, the, so don't say anything. Now we're gonna let him give it now. What's who's who or what is your MVP there, Victor? <laughs>
5: okay well unlike my uh you know previous uh, uh episodes i'm gonna go a little off the page for this one
0: what do you mean unlike uh, <laughs> off the page it doesn't make any fucking sense no. you know that right Have you've you been, been listening you've all? been
3: nowhere near the page in the last couple of episodes there's no fucking book in sight <laughs>
0: You can't okay. choose someone from a different episode now. Like it doesn't work like that. Yeah.
5: <laughs> no, no.
3: And and so and and, and so help me We've if you choose the rules. word cunt as your MVP.
0: <laughs> no,
6: no, no. I'm not
5: no, no. I'm not going to do anything stupid like that. So,
6: and I'm not and For I'm not change. doing this
5: and I'm not doing this to be difficult or
6: difficult. <laughs> oh, he's starting off that way.
3: <laughs> Once this, again, this, I'm you, you not racist. Every bad answer with that. <laughs> <laughs> this, I'm not sexist. This, 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 this,
5: yeah, this is genuine and it's mm-hmm. truly how I felt. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel the MVP is is really any viewer that was able to make <laughs> it the entire <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no. And, really? and the
6: reason I, and yeah. the reason I say this is
5: the reason I, is the reason I say this, just stay with me here, <laughs> is we have to watch it. <laughs> but if we didn't have to watch it, I'm not sure. I am not sure that I would have made it through the end of the episode. <laughs> oh, I, I and and therefore
3: I don't I, even know I how did, to write this down. So I'm you're tired, giving- of <laughs> I'm tired
5: of this game. I'm tired
6: of it. Bad game. <laughs> no.
3: So your MVP is uh somebody anyone who was able to finish it. All right. Yes. Something like Viewers that. who endured. Yeah, <laughs> that's viewers good.
5: who endured. Yes. Thank you. <laughs>
3: oh boy all right so um matt who did you think
0: not 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 that no 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 just not just go on not that
3: you don't want to even nobody thought that no i know i know but like what was your
0: guess like this is i I, again i thought for once i thought he was bored enough with the episode he hated it enough that his only saving grace was Glenn. So i assumed it was going to be glenn okay tanya who did you think
6: I say game over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Victor's not allowed to play anymore. <laughs> really? I'm kicking. I'm kicking Victor off the. Yeah,
0: the we game. need a new game. This we game's need... not fun.
6: <laughs> well, you made up this He's game. This is your game. The people that went through the no game over. It was fun for week game one. Over. Now no, it's too like far. Right. too far. Um, <laughs> Anyways, I I had also put down Glenn for Victor because I thought he 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 even commented mm-hmm. that that was the only time he laughed was was yes. Glenn. And so therefore, yeah,
5: if we we had more Glenn, then then he would have made it to to the top. But I feel. uh, Yeah.
6: And his actual (laughs) rating is 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 Glenn, (laughs) not anyone who watched the whole thing.
5: Uh,
3: Dennis, who did you don't don't give us yours yet. Who did you have for Victor?
7: Victor, I thought, you know, like as the episode went on, I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's STDs because, you know, <laughs> because, you know, surviving this episode is kind of like
3: having gonorrhea. <laughs> All
6: right. I can see that.
3: Awesome. It. So well, who is your MVP for the episode? Uh, by far. Uh, well, like you said, uh,
7: there were some contenders. Mm-hmm. squirrelly Dan being the conscious of the episode without mm-hmm. proselytizing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's something to be said for that. Seeing Glenn and Gail helped make the episode not so unbearable, but uh, Daryl's McMurray completely made that episode for me.
3: (laughs) Yeah, so good. (laughs) All right, Daryl. So how about this? How about we don't scrap the game, but we give Victor some guidelines and rules that he has to (laughs) abide by? Like, let's say... The 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 MVP Here's the has, box, has to be and you
6: have to be in the box.
3: Has to be a, a, a human <laughs> in the episode, or or do we want to you know give him a little more leeway than that? <laughs> I mean that, that's
7: what might make it more interesting for the listeners, though, too. Where you know, uh, Victor's MVP is the goldfisher, you know, something like that. <laughs> well,
3: so maybe the the, the living object <laughs> featured in the episode. Right. I don't know. It has, it has to, to be.
6: This fe- was a living object. <laughs> it has to be seen. It wasn't in it the episode. It has to be in the show. <laughs> yeah. It has to be seen mm-hmm. in the show. That should be the, the right. rule.
3: Let, we'll, we'll 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 take this away and workshop <laughs> it and and come back next week with. Oh <laughs> my! <laughs> I can
6: I pole. can feel <laughs> people shaking their yeah, heads.
3: yeah. A poll. That's that's a, that's a good just, idea I can just
6: see the not- you know
3: Dennis what point. that's it that's uh, that's a Dennis poll uh, uh, do we continue with the victors uh, MVP game
6: <laughs> too far man
3: too, far. too <laughs> the, far the listeners have a say here uh <laughs> All right, uh, let let's see.
5: Then we'll, then we'll know who's actually listening.
3: Yeah, exactly.
5: <laughs> <laughs> what? Who's <Where's> Victor? <laughs>
3: uh, we didn't have any t- Tanya's Twitter polls for last week. Uh, we move on that. to listener comments. Uh, we got a um, oh, this is a podcast or uh, an iTunes review for uh, five stars. Four friends hanging out, drinking beers, and breaking down each episode of one of the funniest shows out there, Pitter Patter. Uh, that's from. Uh, Pim McCarthy, sixty-three on Apple uh, Podcasts. Thank you very much, uh, Pim, for that. That and thank you for listening. That we appreciate that. And um, I don't know I got this one uh, DM from uh, Miguel Rodriguez saying, "Absolutely love the podcast. Been listening since the trailer of the first episode. Great, jo- uh, great show, great podcast. Thank you for hours of entertainment. Three thumbs up, not just two. Three thumbs up, Miguel. Ooh, thank you so much. Three knuckles up. Yeah,
6: <laughs> <laughs> three knuckler. <laughs>
3: Uh, and then we just have some news here. Uh, we've surpassed the last week. We passed twenty thousand downloads. So, huzzah! Uh, in ten months, we got twenty thousand downloads. That's fifty-five episodes in twenty-three countries, uh, one thousand seventy Twitter followers, and eight hundred and twelve likes on Facebook. That's that's amazing. Like, I couldn't couldn't have uh, pictured this when we started this little venture. Uh, you know, last Ju- uh, last July. So thank you, thank you, thank you uh, for everyone for listening Ooh,
6: what should we do for our one year july july was our first july
3: 13 yeah um yeah we Is should it then we should maybe plan something special for that we uh, should
5: a hundred shots, 100 <laughs> shots. <laughs> i'm
6: in all right i'll be in find oh. a babysitter
3: oh we're gonna need the babysitter then if we're gonna <laughs> oh, do that dear. <laughs> awesome uh let's go with uh, some final thoughts matt you're
0: up I, i'll lead with I I think you guys got it wrong this episode. Mm -hmm. I'm not fighting obviously for a fresh, Mm -hmm. but I think I captured the essence. I think this was the smash room episode where they really just had a tantrum and threw it all the nastiness that they could at you and intentionally wanting you to dislike it to a degree. That's my opinion. (laughs) Yeah. And I think they got it. I think they nailed it. They wanted you to be kind of, disgusted by it a little bit and I think they were successful.
5: That's like tripping your friend who smashes his head into the window and saying no no it's okay I meant to do it. Yeah
0: (laughs) if you meant to do it it's funny (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand what's the point
3: here? You don't know pranking very well do you? you, you Matt you're such an optimist and and I'm usually with you on these things you know. I know I know (laughs) I
0: thought I might I was trying to sway at least one of you and I think I didn't sway Dennis I think he already had his opinion Mm -hmm. but I thought I might get one one more of you but either way mm-hmm. it was fun dennis always a pleasure my friend we love having you can't wait to have you back again so hopefully get a more positive attitude because these guys are just <laughs> all over the maps this time but uh we'll get you back for a fun episode and and, and always a pleasure my friend uh ten- tanya
6: uh yeah matt you almost had me um i i, I was teeter-tottering between um uh compost and clearance um, but yeah, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to, to, to get to that next level. Um, Dennis, thank you so much. And I, my question to Dennis is going to be, um, if you've ever done anything with sharks, I'm like, okay, what would be so far out there? I'm like sharks, sharks would be out there. I'm like punch a shark in the nose or something like some, like wrestled a shark. I don't know. Something to Maybe do with
3: sharks. Maybe you were a bodyguard. for Ms. the bear once. <laughs> what? There I wrestled go. The bear. Oh of God, you did? Why would wrestle bear? <laughs>
6: <laughs> I, okay, you guys can't see, but Alan's like, "Oh my!" And he just like pen to paper, and he's writing it down. Okay. Next question yeah. to Dennis. Uh, oh my God.
7: There, you know, there are some things in this world where people are like, you know, "Oh, I'm so scared of you know fill in the blank. <laughs> I'm so scared of sharks, Like. I'm not afraid of sharks because I don't spend a lot of time in the ocean. <laughs> so, you know, like, I'm in Michigan. <laughs> <I> mean, there's <laughs> there's I no excited. sharks but in Michigan? <laughs> 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 no. oh but, you know, there are things there. are, you know, dangerous situations that I'll put myself in. But it's with the caveat of knowing that I can trust myself to
6: mm-hmm.
7: be malleable enough to, you know, do what I need to okay. in that situation. I
6: just so have to ask now, what's the most dangerous situation you've been in?
7: oh, I've had guns pulled on me and, you know, like in life-threatening situations,
3: but um, seem to be doing all right. It, well, you're you're speaking wow. to us, so yes, I guess you are. Wow, you're
6: fascinating.
3: Yes, I'm right. <laughs> a never a dull moment.
6: After letter, K, you need your it's own. Just gonna yeah, be, yeah, like yeah. We're gonna do
3: text. a podcast just with you, and we're yep. just gonna talk about you all the time.
7: We're gonna What's pull things that from, that from the hat. Like I'm
3: not accustomed to speaking about myself.
7: You we're know, we're
6: just, gonna pull questions out of a hat. <laughs> the layers of DG. Yeah, yeah tell me yeah,
3: about it. All right, uh, I echo everyone's sentiments. Uh, I mean, obviously, we have. I love it when 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 you're on, and and can't wait to have you back on again. And you're. You're an onion, you've got layers. Next time you're on, we're going to talk about your uh, rodeo clowning career. <laughs> And, and now we're going to talk about fucking bear wrestling because <laughs> wrestling. what the hell? Um,
6: thank you. So- <laughs> I can just see a bar out somewhere in the Hicks. There's a bear. There's Dennis. Go
7: right next to mechanical bull. <laughs>
3: <laughs> thank you so much for joining us tonight, uh, Dennis, and uh, uh, looking forward to having you back. Uh, you, you did a great job tonight, by the way. And, uh, you know, I, I, I hopefully people who are listening. Uh, you know, I know every, whoever's listening. You're obviously a fan of the show. Uh take this all with a grain of salt. Obviously, we're 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 comparing Letterkenny episodes to themselves. Uh, yeah. This one, it, you know, it, it is what it is. And, and there weren't they weren't all going to be perfect. So uh, there you go. It's uh, been
6: a long time since. Yeah, we
3: actually, we've been generally ahead. positive on uh, for the most for the most part. But this one here, just <laughs> there's nothing saving it. Uh Victor.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I say let's give this one a mulligan mm-hmm. uh, and and give 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 it a chance to redeem itself with uh, with the season finale so well, yeah. you know that's uh, right that's 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 the great hope um Dennis uh, i I only hope that uh, once you and a were done that you were able to get up and shake on it and have a beer together yeah um, <laughs> And, 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 and oh, was it a mascot? Friend, <laughs> <laughs> and that you're good friends now, uh, just like in uh, Letter Kenny universe. Um, <laughs> that's right. That yeah. all, all fights end with friendship.
3: Yeah. You so, went, you invited it to your <laughs> super soft birthday afterwards. Yes. <laughs> that's
5: right. That's right. Uh, but yeah, just, uh, thanks. Thanks again. You're, uh, just, uh, just an awesome guest and, 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 and really a friend now. uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, honorary cast member. So, yeah. uh, thanks. Thanks a lot. And can't wait to have you back and then hear about your, uh, rodeo stories and, 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 and whatever else we'll, we'll get to just, just don't show all your cards all at once. Uh, yeah, we'll, so, to, so,
3: yeah. So we can have you back over and over and <laughs> yeah, over again. Exactly. Uh, Dennis, you're up. Ditto. Uh,
7: you know, it's even if the episode sucks, it's mm-hmm. cool to be able to discuss it with you guys. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, um, I'm used to being a listener and I used to being a talker. Um, but really you do it, so well. You do, but, it yeah. so well, you do it so well. But you know, it, it's nice to have the option. And you know, you guys talking about these episodes too, where when I review them, I hear your voices in my head. As I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, like, kind of see, so like, you know, really, what would they think of this? episode I'll give you my and,
6: therapist's and, right?
7: number. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. But, uh, you know, <laughs> to the listeners, I, you know. It's pretty late in the podcast to mention it, but you can skip this episode. There really isn't you know, there's not a lot here here, but you know, like, I, I can't imagine somebody standing on a mountaintop, you know, waving the flag of this being their favorite episode. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So mm-hmm. I, I don't think we're talking down to anybody, but you know, is, even if something you don't enjoy, you can find something to enjoy about it.
3: So yeah, the Twitter poll for this one will be interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: I think we had a blast just talking about it. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. It was a lot of fun. Even and
7: when it sucks, you know, there's something to be said.
5: Yeah, exactly.
3: A lot of laughs in this one. All right. Uh, we're going to play us off with one of the other highlights to this uh, episode. Actually, the, the music's always a highlight to these episodes. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the song at the end was, was, was a lot of fun. But actually, I had to pick the song that they played uh, during, during the, the Century Club drinking game. I love it. And I've been listening to it all day. It's uh, Fashionable People by Joel Plaskett Emergency. Uh, and it's so much fun. Just let that marinate for a bit. It's so bouncy and poppy, and I, I highly recommend watching the video for it. It's 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 a lot of fun. It's like from 2007. And that's all we have for this episode. Next week, we recap and review the finale of Season 6, You, with our guest, Eric Wright from Diabolical Coffee. So I'm looking forward to having Eric on. Uh, don't forget to give our sponsor, Diabolical Coffee, some love. Uh, they're at DiabolicalCoffee.com. Right now, you can use a promo code Stand for 10% off any purchase from their site. Uh, if you'd like to support our podcast, rate us on iTunes or become a patron. Uh, there's a Patreon link on our site or Twitter profile at Pod. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at ProtoStanPod. Thank you for, for joining us. Now we're going to have some shots of beer and talk about cunt. On behalf of Dennis, Matt, Victor, Tanya, and myself, thank you for listening and have a great week. <laughs>